I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode, Our Magnificent Afterlife Beyond Our Fondest Dreams. And our guest today is the author of Our Magnificent Afterlife, David Lundberg. Very happy to have you with us today, David. Welcome. Thank you, Nancy. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And I just want to let everybody know that this is a pretty unique overview of the heaven worlds that you've put together. It's awesome how many different aspects of life after death that it includes and covers. Not only the beauty of the afterlife, which is really neat the way you bring that out, but also the design of the afterlife, divine justice, and how the afterlife government works. And what do souls spend their time doing in the afterlife? A lot of things you cover. It's really pretty exciting. So, oh, thanks, Nancy. You're welcome. David, why did you choose this subject? Because I'm sure it's of interest to a lot of people, but why, why in particular did you do this? Well, I think so many people are curious about what's going to happen next after we make our transition. You have all the world's religions basically acknowledging that there is a form of afterlife, but the, the sacred texts of the world's religions, which I found out when I worked on my first book, they, they don't really go in any detail uh, about what it's like. So I uh, decided I wanted to find out what I could, and I found all this fascinating information. Uh, and I looked at over 100 books, uh, and, and then I looked at what was out there, and I said, gee, nobody else is really putting together a book that takes from all these different sources that are really good uh, and puts it together in like an overview of all these different aspects of the afterlife. So I said, well, there's a, there's a huge need for that because people are, so many people on this planet are afraid of death or they're ignorant of, of what happens. And, you know, I, just before this interview, Nancy, I was out shoveling snow and I was thinking, you know, what, what can I say that, that really is important for people to know. And I think God gave me the message is simply that God loves us more than almost everyone on the planet realizes that God loves us more than the very best parents on this planet love their children. And he has designed a beautiful uh, afterlife experience depending on each person's uh, there's all these different places and, and levels, and it's all for our, our gentle, gradual education so we can gradually evolve and come up higher to areas that are progressively more and more beautiful. And yes. uh, the, the, the key to it is really uh, the, the, the joy in living is really giving, and, and it's all about love, so it's, it's designed for uh, on the one hand, the balance of reaching up higher to the next step, you know, personally, but then reaching back behind us to help those in need. 
it's uh, it's it's just an, a wonderful design, and and uh, and again, I didn't see any other books out there. Na- nowadays, all the afterlife books are about near-death experiences, and it's somebody spends a 15 minutes or an hour on the other side, and they come back, and but they don't really provide a, an overview of all these the, the lower heaven worlds. Right. And I did want right. to point out that it's. Uh, my book is is a, is a, a pretty thorough overview of the lower heaven worlds. I can't really, couldn't get into the higher realms that much because they're just almost impossible for words to describe. Mm-hmm. And you're getting right. more in, into the, the, the internal joys and feelings that the people, their souls on those planes uh, experience. Right. And, you know, it, it's very just reminiscent of what Jesus said, in my father's house, there are many mansions and we know that there are many different levels in the spirit world and different activities. And maybe you can talk a little bit about what do souls spend their time doing in the afterworld? Well, yeah, just to touch on you, you mentioning that Bible quote about the mansions. Uh, yeah, it's not just a lot of different. It, what it means is that there's all these different places for souls to go from, from one level to the next level as they evolve. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, and now, what was your question again? Just you wanted to hear some overview of the. Well, what what do what do souls spend their time doing? You talk about that. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, there's anything. I mean, there's certain jobs that aren't necessary, uh, like being a, a plumber and and uh, some of the trades. Souls that will help newly arrived souls in the afterlife there are teaching positions there are there are doctors even though everyone on the other side has a perfectly healthy soul body doctors are still needed to help people uh, or souls when they first come over well especially if they were a violent death or a, a difficult death in an accident or absolutely any stress or trauma Mm-hmm. And even if you live to a, a ripe old age, there's all the stress uh, uh, from that, knowing that death is coming up and the, the fears of death. There's a lot of stress to uh, transmute. And um, there's also souls that send creative ideas to people on Earth. There are um, and spirit guides to people on Earth. Mm-hmm. There's the arts and sciences. Uh, there's study also right for for studying for personal a lot of times people on earth they don't have they want to really learn about a subject and they just circumstances prevent them from doing so they have to work and take care of their family so it's so satisfying and fulfilling when they can finally get a chance to study their favorite subjects right and and typically uh they might do that for a while, but they also might at the same time or either before or after that uh, enjoy what everyone, what all souls enjoy in the Summerland levels and higher, helping others mm, right. that, yeah. that need help. And then there's, there's gardening, there's uh, building design, there's really anything you can think of that's positive and constructive. Mm. But what's interesting is, is, as I said earlier, there are no uh, uh, there are certain occupations that aren't needed because there's everybody's in perfect health, and uh, 
there's no night. It's just one ongoing day, according to the reports that I've read. And uh, you don't need to eat. You don't have to worry about money. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> huge. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm, I'm not, there's several different authors uh, that have taken down reports from the other side saying that what is reported is there's, there's no end to uh, the number of different tasks that are available on the other side. I devoted a whole chapter just to music and how people can learn to play various instruments or they can just listen or they can send creative ideas to composers on earth. And I guess the degree of the music is, uh, you know, just impossible to describe here. But okay. I should mention that some of the music on the planet is not welcome in on the other side. It's not really considered music. It's just noise. <laughs> right. But if it's positive and harmonious, uh, then it's fine. And, and even the most beautiful music has certain temporary uh, inharmonies, but they always resolve. Right. So there's this beauty in all forms. Uh, it makes me, right away, I think of what I had in one of my first chapters describing the, the, the beauty of the afterlife, where there's so much talk about the flowers. And when you encounter the flowers, it, it, it's really a, a total sensory experience because you're not only seeing varieties of flowers it, uh, that aren't on the earth, in addition to the kind that are on the earth, but the, the degree of their colors is just uh, much more intense and varied and it can change. And then not only visually are the flowers so beautiful, but the, the smells are stronger and, and also more beautiful, and they also emit uh, music when you get close to them. And when you get really close and show interest, they will actually lean towards you. Right, well, it's expressing the intelligence. And, and of course, we have that intelligence here in this dimension, but it is many of those elemental beings, so to speak, uh, are covered over with a lot of density from the misuses of the energy here on this level. So it's not nearly the clarity that you're describing, which is actually meant to be here in that way too. Yes, yes. Yeah, life is just so, so predominant. And uh, it's just, it's all designed to, to give us a beautiful experience. And, right. And I just felt that people needed to, to be more aware of uh, of all of this and it would make our lives you know much seem much more fulfilling and, and having meaning and purpose if we if we know more details about how nice uh, the afterlife is right but and then it, that, that that makes me <laughs> think of that i have to put in my warning even though this book is, is filled with all these different wonderful beautiful aspects of the afterlife i i felt i had to insert a little cautionary note that suicide is 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 not a good thing to, for anyone to consider because it kind of short circuits uh, our purpose while we're here on on the earth and and then you would wind up causing great sorrow and grief to your loved ones and there's there's several reasons I list on that section in the book about why suicide is definitely not a good thing to do right well we know that we we come here we come from those dimensions and we come here with a purpose, as you said, 
And that purpose sometimes is, is dictated by what we've talked about on previous shows, our, our karma, the law of cause and effect. And sometimes we have challenges to overcome and to work through. And so that's why suicide is aborting that purpose. Absolutely. Like well, very well said. Yeah, I totally agree. Yes. And, and you've already said that your book is really talking about the lower spiritual levels. And we know that there's even lower <laughs> spiritual levels. We've talked about that um, in previous episodes, too, that the very highest spiritual levels were the masters who have really mastered time and space and have evolved to a high level, which we call ascended masters. And then you have levels that go down where people are really in confusion and don't understand, you know, what's happening with the purpose of life. So there's many different dimensions, but we want to hear about your dimensions that you've written about and all the information you've garnered. And you talk about divine justice. And I think that's something that people would really love to hear about because there's a lot of fear around Many religions actually, and, and our upbringing, we, we are told how, you know, oh, if you do this, you're a sinner and can't get into heaven and all these things. So it, what did you find out? What's your research show about divine justice? Well, divine justice, yeah, there's the law of karma, which is kind of like the, the law of, of, you know, like attracts like. Mm -hmm. and, and let me just start with the very worst people, uh, that they all they can think about is, is selfish things and how they can get something from someone else they're going to face their justice uh, once they get over on the other side if they don't face it on this side and they're going to have a life review and they're going to experience and feel the suffering that they caused to to everyone during their lifetime and they're going to develop uh, a sense of empathy. And if they don't do it right away, then they're, they're going to wind up in purgatory or hell for a while. And what that is, it's simply, it's not a permanent place where they burn or anything like that. It's just a place to, they're going to be in with other souls of like mind, of the same uh, thought, habit patterns. Right. And it's not going to be very pleasant for them until they, turn to the light and they ask for help, which is always available when it's asked for. And so divine justice is a reality and it's nice it's nice to know that it exists because a lot of people are not only afraid but but there's anger and frustration about what a relatively few number of people on this planet are are doing to cause so much suffering. Now on the on the lighter a scale where there's just you know normal mistakes and a lot of uh, unintentional causing suffering to other people, but most of us are in that category where we we haven't really sinned in, in a huge way like I was just talking about. But uh, God God loves us. It's, again, he, he loves us like so much, just like uh, sons and daughters, which we are to the Creator. We wouldn't want our children to suffer more than necessary, and uh, we're going to want our children to to feel forgiven and learn from their mistakes. 
So right. what we have to do when we sin and, and where the grace comes in is, and the forgiveness is, well, we forgive, we are forgiven as we forgive. And once we get on the other side and have our life review, and then we uh, have our judgment, uh, and that is often aided with assistance of a karmic board or ascended masters that can help a person visualize and, and, and see what they've done and understand it and feel have that sense of empathy with the suffering that they cause others, we wind up, according to several sources, we wind up judging ourselves with this increased awareness or consciousness, and that, which may be aided by some higher souls that will make sure we have that experience. Right. And then we decide, you know, what can we do to make amends and then, you know, pray for any individuals that, that uh, we have harmed. And um, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. It's, it's basically we're all learning to become purified and to, and to love each other. Right. And we learn you know? by that law of cause and effect. Our actions, our words, all of those things uh, have reactions. Like you say, like attracts like. And yeah. It's, it's a matter of whatever consciousness we actually have here on earth, when we leave our body, like you said, we go to that level of where our consciousness is, where our vibration is. And everyone who's described this life review, it's really to, it's like you judging yourself. You're looking at your life and you're seeing not only from your perspective, but as you say, from other the, the people you interacted with, and you learn from that. We all learn, and sometimes then we have to come back, and we have specific plans that are all worked out, you know, to be able to come back and work on balancing some of the um, decisions and, and uses of energy that weren't the most constructive so that we can balance the karma and fulfill the good karma and the reason for our whole creation to begin with why we're here on earth to begin with so it's quite exciting yeah. it is it is and one point to make is that after we leave our physical bodies our consciousness and they've already got scientific ex experiments that show that consciousness can exist outside of the physical body but uh we're, it's no longer encased in a physical brain, so it's, it's, it's much easier for it to have a greater degree of awareness, a wider consciousness, and that enables souls during the life review and during the judgment to uh, be more fully aware of. And, you know, a lot of times it's things we, the souls have totally forgotten about that they've done. And it's not just bad things, it's good things during the life review. There's yes, section, ab you know, absolutely. Of it. So that's nice, and that, mm -hmm. and that balances things out. Right, and sometimes the, the things that we think are so important and the things we've done, you know, really aren't that significant in the overall view of your life. But, you know, guilt can be a, a very heavy weight on people at times. So absolutely, there's a lot of a lot of guilt uh, that people are weighed down with, or uh, feelings of, of shame, regret, remorse, and um, a lot of it is is really yeah, as you said, it's not that serious, and we need to uh, realize that our loving Father 
Mother God, our Creator, forgives us instantly. They've already forgiven us, and they just wait for us to to realize that love and that forgive love. ourselves and and move. Yeah. Always moving toward love, no matter what wrongs we have done, whether even if they're very serious in some people's lives, it is. They there there are serious wrongs, mm-hmm. and taking another life or whatever, and. You can always have forgiveness, but you need to move toward love and not just love in the human sense, but divine love, understanding the oneness of life and how we really are from the same source. There's only one God and all of us come from that source. So, yes, it's very, very very interesting and, and it's a great book. Highly recommend it to everybody. So, so David, tell us, how does this information change a person's life now? They're not ready to die necessarily. They're living a life. So how does this change? Well, uh, as, as I touched upon it a minute ago, it, 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 for one thing, people will be, have, have, a, have a reduction in their sense of guilt and, and shame about things that aren't really of, of that great importance once they realize how divine justice works and how forgiving and loving our creator is. So that's a wonderful benefit. And uh, there's a lot of evidence on how uh, of the benefits of learning this knowledge when we look at um, the various current books that are out uh, about near-death experiences. Because after the people have it, and they spend some time in the afterlife, they, they come back and they change their habits and they wind up doing things that involve serving people uh, more than before. And they, they, they get more enjoyment out of life. They're, they're free of the fear of death. Yes. And they're also uh, feel better about, it helps to ease any grief that they have about any loved ones that they've already lost. And they uh, come back with an increased sense of empathy and more love, and they come back with more courage because they they don't have this fear. And some of them will take a public speaking where in the past, before their NDE, their near-death experience, they they wouldn't do it. Because that's the number one fear of everyone, more than the fear of death. (laughs) And 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 then there's just the joy of the anticipation. When our time comes, not, not making it happen too soon or considering suicide but when our time comes we have we can have a wonderful sense of anticipation and, and joy in, in how how wonderful it is and um, it's just proof manifest proof of, of how much our our creator loves us right yeah that's that's really great so so David to wind up is there any specific advice you would leave for the listeners just one last thought what would you how would you sum that up well what pops into my head is i did i did a blog called 10 10 steps to prepare for the afterlife and it's on my it, it's on my website cdavidlundberg.com or or if people go to just magnificent afterlife they can also click on the top it's really the same site and they click on blogs and there's i've got about six so far and one oh, that's great Ten steps to prepare. Yeah, well, that's good. That's great. Leading, you know, it's it's just loving service and in prayer and meditation and take good care of your body. That's some of them. You know, we have to 
be very responsible. These are our, our body temples are they're, they're sacred, and and uh, if we know that the food is going to taste good, but it's not going to do our body good, we really have to think twice before we put it into our system because it's going to block our tumors. Uh, exactly, it affects us spiritually. People don't always understand that. Not only that, but it it bogs your your health down, and you want every moment of this embodiment to be at the very highest level and fulfilling your plan in every way. Yeah, and I don't. I certainly don't practice what I preach. I can still get tempted by pizza and all kinds of things. <laughs> well, and we all do that too. And it, it, but it's just a matter of being able to understand that you know health is is extremely important. Without it, you really yeah. are limited to what you can contribute to life and what you can contribute to your own divine purpose. Absolutely. But it also has its, its role too. So we just need to do the best we can and uh, take care of, like you say, our, our physical body, our emotions, our mental bodies, all, all aspects of ourself and our spiritual life. So David, thank you so much. Um, this has been a great pleasure, and I do recommend your book. I hope everyone will get a copy. And speaking of that, I believe the hard copy in Amazon now is like 40% off. And you don't, you, I think you have some special you were going to do for the ebook. Well, for listeners, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe you told me when this would air. Um, and if it does air on uh, November 10th, I can, I can reduce the price. For anybody that wants to order the ebook, I'll go on to Amazon and lower the price from I think seven ninety nine for the ebook down to uh, two ninety nine for uh, November tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Great, that that's awesome. Thank you so much for that. And folks, you can go to mag- magnificentafterlife.com. Just those three words, no the in there. It's just magnificentafterlife.com and get more information and be sure to take advantage of this ebook special for $2.99. And if you like hardcover copies, 40% off. So it's, it's an awesome opportunity. So thank you again, David and everybody. I will see you next week. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week.